listening to the Full Course Football Podcast. My name is Zach. I am joined by Jack, Sam, and Keegan. Keegan is back. Uh, we are previewing week four. We've seen three weeks of football. I think we know things about teams and can make assumptions like that the Bears and Broncos are the two teams in the NFL and they're facing off this week. Um, but, you know, Keegan's been gone for a bit. You know, you were international, bringing your Riz worldwide. We're going to... You took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> we would just like you to give a one-minute rundown of your feelings about the Packers since we haven't been able... You haven't been able to express those yet in the podcast as they're 2-1 and one, heading into Thursday Night Football, which you all have seen. We have not yet. Yeah, I mean, I was, I've been bummed to miss the last couple of weeks because of a lot of things have happened in relation to the takes we made prior to the season. Um, not least of which are just an amazing week one win against uh, your Chicago Bears. I won't have to say too much more. I think you guys covered that pretty in depth. And the, uh, the energy was palpable, let's just say that, of uh, when you guys were talking about that game. So we'll let that rest for now, but we'll, we'll revisit in week 18. Um, I've been I've been pretty impressed with the Packers, honestly. Like I think, uh, even though there's all the the talk and buzz about Jordan Love's stats and how he's you know one of the least accurate passers, I think I've been impressed at just how much he's been airing it out and doesn't really care too much about that. And I think there's been a lot of receivers just open for the Packers as well, which I think just goes to Lafleur's play calling. Uh, even some of the defenses that they're playing against have been. Um, you know, not not the best in the world, but I think they're they're playing well. I saw some stat today. I think it was on the Around the NFL podcast about how the Packers and the Lions are the two teams that their rookies have already over 350 yards from scrimmage, which is super interesting. So going into tonight's game, that'll be really fun. But I think it just goes to show that even without like Aaron Jones and without Christian Watson, that so these rookies are stepping up for the Packers, which has been really exciting to see. So Luke Musgrave and Jaden Reed um, just getting out there and, and getting things done to name uh, kind of the headliners. But I've been excited. I'm pumped to see what happens. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still cautiously optimistic. It feels like, oh, this could be a good start and things just go downhill. But uh, Jordan Love seems to, seems to have it. So I'm excited to see what the rest of the season looks like. But it's been a fun first couple of weeks. Fair enough. Fair enough. They're they're two and one. We don't know the outcome of the Lions Packers game yet, but they could be in sole possession of first place when listening. They could be in sole possession of second place when listening. But right. they are comfortably in one of those two spots. <laughs> Very comfortably. It's like a safe bet. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jack and Sam, how you doing? Doing well. Ready for some football. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's ecstatic. Yeah, so uh, we're going to keep the same format for this week. We're going to be drafting based on last week's picks records. And uh, for the third week in a row, Sam is, uh, he went 10-5. and five. He will be having the first pick yet again. Jack went 9-6, and six. good bounce back there. I went 6-9. and nine. I went 9-6 and six last week too, so... Good bounce back from your five and ten week one. Your, so talent. Your five and ten week one. That's what I'm referring to. Um, and then I went six and nine. Keegan wasn't here. We gave him the average of eight and seven. He will have the third pick. I will be in last. Um, overall standings. I'm at sixteen and fourteen. Jack's at. Are those updated? It's at the bottom. Oh, at the bottom. Keegan's twenty nine sixteen. I'm twenty two and twenty three. 
Sam is 29 and 16. Jack's 23 and 22. So similar to the NFC North, we have two powers at the top uh, who are tied, and we'll see about the bottom. I'll be the Vikings. Yeah, that's fair. I am technically in last and a Bears fan, so that makes sense. So, uh, yeah, that leaves us. Sam, you have the first pick this week. All right, with the first overall pick of week four Sunday matchups, I am going to select... What? No way. Miami at Buffalo. No. That's a reach. That is (laughs) a reach. This will hopefully not be a blowout one way or the other. I don't really see it being a blowout, although Miami can blow out teams, as we've seen. But then again, the Bills are not the Broncos. Divisional Mm. matchup, which I love. It's just a different, more competitive energy. And these are two of the best quarterbacks in the league. Josh Allen, over the last several years, I think, has shown that he is a contender for a top three quarterback in the league pretty consistently. And I think this is Tua's second attempt at a breakout year, which was cut short last year, unfortunately. Um, He has looked so good this year. And it's going to be a great game. Um, I think Jalen Waddle will be back. Yeah, he is almost done with concussion protocol. I don't. He's fully um, healthy. Yep, he's back. Fully healthy, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Interesting to see what will happen with Devon A. Chain. Is he going to run for 200 yards again? Probably not. A. Chan. He came out and officially. Uh, he even what? though even though in college he said A. Chain in an interview, he came out this week and said it's actually A. Chan. Okay, that makes sense because I do re- definitely remember seeing that interview in college. He has where... said before it's H-A-T. <laughs> yeah. So you weren't saying it wrong according okay. to him. H-A-N. Do you think yeah. this is like a coming of age thing for him where mm-hmm. he's like, oh no, this is actually how my name's pronounced. Now like, that he had, you know, now uh, that four he's touchdowns. Fat yeah, that's... I heard it was pronounced 4chan. Oh. oh. See, I remember three months ago when I think feel like nobody knew how to pronounce it and I was saying like Akane... <laughs> It, a cane, like all this. It could be any of the above. Regardless, two chain. At what do you say? A chan. A chan. A chan. Yeah. Like four chan, but with a. Like Jackie Chan. <laughs> okay. Yes. Four chan. Devon Four Chan. <laughs> Super looking forward to seeing what he's going to do this week. I don't imagine he's going to be used as much as he was. I feel like Raheem is probably still going to be the lead back, but either way, this will be a fun matchup. Um, and it's in the 1 o'clock window. I don't know. Games just feel a little different when they're in the 1 o'clock window and you've got red zone on unless mm-hmm. your team is playing. So looking forward to that. That's my first pick. That's fair. Um, the Bills are favored by 2.5. I believe it's at home. Yep, they're at home. So basically a toss-up game. Who uh, who are you guys picking? I don't know who I want to take. It's tough to bet against a team that just won, put up 70 Seven points. points. Yeah. What but, the heck? They're hot. But the Bills have looked great their last two games as well. Um, they've bounced back since the Jets. They're at home. Um, it's not cold yet, so I'm going to take the Dolphins to win. Fair enough. I think if this was a winter game in Bu- in Buffalo, it would be a difference. I would probably be leaning Bills, but I'm not going to bet against a team that just put up 70. So... That's my pick. 
Oh, man. I don't know. I think they'd come back down to earth. Uh, I don't know. I don't see a world where Buffalo's going 2-2 two and two necessarily, so I want to I believe in the Bills turning things around and stopping the immovable forts of the Dolphins, which feels... <laughs> Not as exciting of a sentence. (laughs) The immovable dolphins. You say you don't see a world, so you're locking up these bills. I'm locking up the bills, man. Put me on. Jack? I think... I don't think I don't think the Dolphins will score as many points as they did last. <laughs> that is a good bet. Can, can we bet on that? <laughs> um, you can, probably. Alternate spread or alternate team total. But... I think the Dolphins are very good, and the Bills are very good. And I think the Bills, had they not lost that Jets game where they looked pretty bad, I think everyone would be picking the Bills. And since that game, the Bills have kind of dominated every game they've played. So I'm going to take the Bills as well. If it was in Miami, I would probably take Miami. But just because, I don't know, Josh Allen's been playing really well. The Dolphins will probably come back down to earth a little bit when they play an actually competent team. So I have the Bills here. But, I mean, I could see it going either way. Because I just, it makes way more sense to me for both these teams to be 3-1 and one than for the Bills to be 2-2. Two and two. So I think just playing the schedule, like, prediction game, or the standings prediction game, that would have to mean I pick the Bills to win. And I, they're my Super Bowl winner, so... <laughs> that makes sense. Um, I also have the Bills winning the division, but I do not have the Bills winning this game. I think the Dolphins are going to win. But I would like to point out kind of what you were saying, Jack, that although the Dolphins blew out a team last week, so did the Bills. It was a murder. They only gave up one field goal. Um, to the Commanders, who obviously aren't the best team in the league, but the Broncos are the worst team in the league, and we're talking about that blowout. So I think it will be a very good game. I don't imagine the Dolphins winning by more than a touchdown, but they did just score 70 points, so we'll see what happens. I'm in Tuanon now. I'm a part of two and on, so I'm taking the Dolphins. I'm all in until he gets hurt. <laughs> until he, which knock on wood, two and on. Yeah, baby. All right, we are split on that game. Makes sense. It's pretty much a toss-up game. Mm-hmm. Jack, you have the second pick. Where are you going? Uh, I'm going with the Ravens versus the Browns. This feels like a pretty big game for Week Four. Um, both these teams, at they're tied for top of the AFC North right now, um, with the Bengals struggling a little, being one and two. These teams are both two and one, and the Steelers are also two and one, right? Correct. Yes. 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 Yeah. So, I mean, winner more than likely will have sole possession of. Well, maybe the Steelers will, could win, but the Steelers don't look like a team that's going to be around at the end of the year, probably vying for the AFC North, but the Ravens and Browns and Bengals all do. So I think this game could be big. AFC North matchups, regardless of how good or bad the teams are, are always fairly entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, this would be a really fun night game, I feel like. Kind of sad it's at the 1 o'clock window, especially when Chiefs-Jets is Sunday night football. <laughs> 
I know they can't <laughs> flex games until like December, but it would be kind of nice if they would flex Bills, Dolphins to Sunday night and Ravens, Browns to Monday night. But I know Agreed. they can't do that for legal reasons. <laughs> um, I know the Ravens lost to the Colts last week, but. They had a pretty poor offensive showing. I think the Ravens can put up a lot of points, but the Browns' defense has been pretty insane. They have, like, the, I think so far, like, the top three defensive performances of the year so far are all the Browns in their first three weeks on defense or some something insane stat like that. Um, the Browns' defense has been pretty insane. I don't know who's actually at home in this game. Cleveland is. Cleveland's at home. The Ravens coming off a pretty de- sad loss. I don't know. It could be. I think it'll be a pretty good game. I think both teams really feel like they need to win it. So I think it's going to be. If the Browns win it, they're they're probably a little bit for real. If Deshaun plays well again, then maybe they're actually like there's something there, and the Browns could be a force. If the Ravens win. That's pretty good for my pick of them winning the AFC North to potentially take a two-game lead in that race, depending on how the other games go out. So that's... I'm picking Ravens versus Browns. I like that pick. Another divisional matchup. AFC North looks about as competitive as we thought it would be, but I don't... I didn't imagine the Bengals being on bottom and the Steelers technically being tied for first. But, again, this will be... A great game, I think. Um, I'm taking the Browns on this. Hmm. I don't know what the spread is. The spread is minus three to the Browns because they're at home. So basically another toss-up. Over-unders at 40 and a half. Um, I'm going to take the Browns as well. Mainly, be- one, because like Jack mentioned, their defense has looked like arguably the one of the, if, one of the best, if not the best in the league. Um Ravens are also banged up. They with they have some weapons that are hurt, and their defense is pretty depleted. Um, and so I think that'll be it'll give Deshaun and the Browns' offense a chance to get moving, um, even without Chubb. So yeah, I'm gonna take the Browns at home. Also a one o'clock game, so the one o'clock red zone is gonna be fire. Yeah, it will. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with the Ravens. Um, actually, I'm sorry. No, I mean the Browns. I meant to say the Ravens are, I think, are too banged up in this, and I think are still probably coming off the tough loss for our hometown Colts last week. Uh, so I'm going to ride with the Browns here, and I think Deshaun continues to to show why he's getting paid. Hmm. Yeah, I, I truly don't know who I'm going to pick yet. I want to pick the Ravens, but I they are pretty injured, and they haven't actually ever played super well this year so far. I mean, they beat the Texans by 16, but the Texans are bad, and they beat... The Texans are bad. Um, <laughs> and they beat the Bengals by three, but the Bengals haven't looked good this year, and then they lost to the Colts in overtime, so... I don't know. It's the Ravens haven't played. If this again, if this game was flipped and where it was being played, I would pick the Ravens. But because of that, and if I pick the Browns, I don't lose a game on anybody in the standings of this competition. I'll just pick the Browns, and then we can all be on the Browns for this week. I also don't think the Browns. The Browns play the Forty ers next week, and so 
and then they play the Colts the week after that, and I don't want the Browns going into that game on a two-game losing streak because for some reason that makes it feel like more likely that they beat the Colts. But if they win this week, then I feel like the Colts have a better chance in two weeks, so I'm picking the Browns. I, I need, like a, that I need a flow process. chart for that. Yeah, I mean... Mm-hmm. Uh, Browns lose this week and next week <laughs> equals Colts loss. Browns uh, win this week equals Colts win in two weeks. Okay. okay, fair enough. No, I appreciate that chart. That was helpful. Fun fact about last week when we were consensus, we went f- only five and four on picks where we all had the same pick. Really? Wow. Because with the Ravens, wow. we were all in on the Titans against the Browns, the Jags against Texans, and the Cowboys and Cardinals. So, like... <laughs> They, those weren't bad picks. The only toss was Browns Titans, and we were all wrong. So that's just a fun fact. That is a fun fact. Um, and moving to our third game, Keegan. Am I allowed to take tonight's game? No. No. No, because we're not gonna. We don't do a full re. I, I mean, I don't have to. I can. We I can haven't have drafted. No, Thursday we do Thursday games. and. Uh, I don't know what they do in Kenya, but they don't draft Thursday. We do Thursday and Monday nights <laughs> separate. Because you were there, so you would know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we do Thursday well, and Monday night separate, so you I don't draft what those. They do there. Got it. Okay, sounds good. Well, I will pivot then off of what would be the number one pick of the Packers Lions game. Um, I'm going to go with the Falcons Jags here. Um, I this is pretty interesting. I think so. Just with the surprise loss last week to. Houston, depending who you're talking to for Jacksonville, I think it's just interesting. There's all the mental errors. Like you had uh, Kelvin Ridley with all of those drops, just looking absolutely incompetent and in a lot of plays of just route running and just was a mental head case. But also the Texans have had the Jaguars number. And I think you have a surprisingly competitive Falcons team that has showed a lot of bursts. Um, with the exception of last week against Detroit. So they're both coming off of these losses that I think will haunt them to a degree and I think will kind of set a little bit of a precedent for either team that loses this next week. And so um, I don't know. I actually don't know what the spread is on the game. I don't have it pulled up. but I Minus can... three to the Jags. They're at home. Okay, yeah. So this is or in no, London, right? They're at home in London. Yeah, so... <laughs> This is, I don't know, maybe it'll take them getting out of the country to kind of right the ship because I think T-Law has looked really good, but the team around him has just looked awful. And so, I don't know, I'm hoping the Jaguars can get back on track, um, but I think this would be a huge win for the Falcons, especially because Desmond Ritter has not looked excellent, but their defense has looked really good, and their rushing game has been keeping them afloat in a lot of games. And so, I don't know, I'm just really interested. I feel like there's a lot of outcomes here where we could see the Falcons just absolutely demolish the Jaguars, or we could see, I think, T-Law have a little bit of a comeback game here, a revenge game, however you want to call it, and actually prove that he should be in the conversation for for top dog. So, um, I don't know. I, I'm up in the air on it, but curious to hear where you guys are at on that game. Yeah, the, the one thing I just keep thinking about is, for this game, is the Jaguars have a really good rush defense. Their pass defense has been pretty sketch so far this year, but... The rush defense has been pretty legit, and all the Falcons can do is run the ball. Like, if at any point in this game they're re- the Falcons are relying on Desmond Ritter's arm, the Falcons will lose. But the Falcons' rushing offense has been so good this year. It's just kind of like kind of what you said earlier about the other game. It's just at one point, at, someone's going to have to bend on this. So either the Falcons aren't going to be able to run the ball, or the Jags' rush defense is going to break a little bit. And whichever I think, whatever factor happens there, that team will win. Like, 
if the Falcons can run the ball, they'll win. If the if they can't, they I think they'll lose by thirty. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like that. Um, I don't really know who to pick here. Actually, I do. I mean, I have to write with Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't. I the can't, old bait and switch. The old bait and switch. Um, yeah, I, I, I still, I still believe in in Duval. And uh, it's not in Duval though. True. It's it's Duval abroad. Yeah. It's Duval abroad. They're basically London's. Duval home team. Europe. Yeah. <laughs> London's. Aren't they like in London for Durham. two weeks yeah. or something? Yeah. yeah. Why so long? She has bruv Tuesday. Yeah, they're, they're next gonna... week's games oh, in London. Should we speak what? in British accents? The whole pick. The whole pick. Okay. I wish this game was on Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. What day is it, mate? And they're going to drink a bottle of water. Bottle of water. Mmm. <laughs> yum. Okay, anyways, I'm taking Jacksonville. I'm hoping that T-Law looks better than he has looked. It's It might be a little early to chalk it up to him just, like, playing bad because, like, what Keegan had mentioned, like, I think the whole offense as a whole hasn't looked great. It'd be nice to see that turned around, and I think against the Falcons, they can definitely do that. Mm-hmm. So I'll go with the Jags. That's fair. I don't know because you guys know I'm a Falcons truther. I think they deserve to be two and one, but I also don't think the Jags are a one and two team. You guys have used that logic with other picks so far today, and it 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 makes sense. The Jags, uh, they're the team that I would say is probably most comfortable playing abroad because they've done it the most. T Law's experience there. Uh, Apparently Kyle Pitts, his one of his best games of his career was in London. Did, is there, didn't he score his touchdown in London? Yeah. Was that his? I think they played the Dolphins, in? didn't they, two years ago? I don't remember sure. who they played, but he had he had a huge game. Arguably, his best game of his career was in London. Just a statement to bring up, but um, yeah, the Falcons did not look great last week against the Lions. Neither did the Jags against the the Texans. Keegan, I think you're exactly right. This is just going to be a tough... Whoever loses, it's going to be tough for them going forward. Um, This is probably the reason why I'm I'm in last, is I like to choose who I don't think you guys are going to choose in 50-50 games, so I'm going to take the Falcons. Uh, Man. Could haunt me, but what what do I got to lose? I I feel like I usually try to come up with some absurd (laughs) reasoning for why I'm picking... A team, and for this game, it's gonna be the fact that you're gonna be able to watch this game as them playing as Toy Story characters. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> so true. On Disney Plus, and, <laughs> and so I'm trying to think which team will look better as Toy Story characters. Dude, think about T-Law. I'm thinking like, T-Law is gonna be a good toy. Bijan, <laughs> another good toy, but I don't know if. The Falcons have any other good toys besides Bijan, really? Like, Tyler Algier, great football player. Like, Drake London, okay, football player. Kyle Pitts, disappointing football player. Bad toys. <laughs> I had never Rid- thought of it this Calvin way. Calvin Ridley would be a fun toy, I True. think. Mm. Travis Etienne, fun toy. Tank Bigsby, that's a fun toy right there. And the Jaguars' colors, I feel like, are more fun for They're toys. more toy colors, yeah. You don't want a black toy, really. They're always the bad guys. So I think I'm going to go with the Jaguars. I appreciate that. The toy team. Mm-hmm. Team toy. Man. But I would love for the Jags to lose and fall to 1-3 and three in the AFC South. That's also so fair. 
But how can you lose when you look so good as a toy? It's mm. impossible. My hand, my hands are tied. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way around it. All right, Keegan, real quick. Falcons or Jags? I'm taking the Jags on this, and I might go out on limb and see, say that we're going to see Taylor Heineke on Ooh, I'm just gonna. Go. I like that. One of the best backups in the league. Okay, but not the best. All right, on to my first pick. Um, I'll be honest. I had these top three as a clear top three tier in terms of games I want to watch. The next like six are all ones that I'm like, eh, okay. Um, I'm gonna take Rams Colts. I think the Rams are better than a one and two team. And I think that the Colts deserve to be two and one, if not three and zero. Oh. Both are teams that we had low expectations for coming into the season, and both are overperforming on the field. The Rams came down to earth a little bit last week, um, or yeah, on Monday night against the Bengals. Uh, just a weird game. The Bengals' pass rush just kept getting to Stafford, and they weren't able to move the ball much. Um, this will likely be their last game without Cooper Cup. Um, and then on the Colts side, uh, Anthony Richardson, I think, is expected to play. He's fully practiced the last couple of days. Um, so he'll be back. And uh, just two teams that I, I think are fun to watch, surprisingly. And so it's in Indianapolis, another good 1 o'clock game. The spread is, I think the Colts are at... Plus one, so it's ba- it's literally as much of a toss-up as you can have. Mm-hmm. Um, in Indianapolis, yeah, I think, just think it's going to be a fun game. The Colts looked, they beat the Ravens, obviously, in OT last week. And, um, yeah, I'm just excited to watch this game, so that's why I will take them fourth. Jack, I'll hand it to you. As the Colts fan, do you have anything to add specifically to the game? No, not really. I think... It's going to be, I think these teams are going to be actually pretty evenly matched. I think they might not be like Super Bowl caliber teams, but they're, they both feel like they're pretty much at the same level. So in that way, it could be a pretty entertaining game. The Colts, I think surprisingly, the Colts defense is probably better than the Rams defense, but the Rams offense is better than the Colts offense. So I don't know, it could be a little lower scoring um, but it, I think it's all just going to come down to if the window's open or not. Um, if Ursay if opens the roof, then, then the Colts will win. If, if the roof's closed, then... The Colts haven't won at home since October 16th last year, so... Wow. That, it hasn't been trending in the right direction at home, but eventually, law of averages, we have to win one at home, you would think, so... At least per year. So, I'm picking the Colts because I made the mistake of last week of not... Picking the Colts and they still won, so I'm going with the Colts. This isn't related, but if it makes you feel any better, the Bears haven't won a game since October 16th yeah. of last year. So I was gonna add that. I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna add that in my statement about them not winning at home since then, but I didn't want to kick you guys while you were down. We're we're, we're allowed yeah. to bring it up. Yeah, yeah they haven't. We yeah. also have not won at home. Yeah. Yeah. Only team that hasn't won since Elon bought Twitter. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Jeez. Fun fact. Yeah, what a horrible fact. Anyways, we're not talking about that game. Probably won't for a long time. <laughs> um, <laughs> Keegan, who are you taking? Oh, man. That's tough. I don't know. I, I think I'm going to... 
I'm going to go with the Colts here. I think that Cooper's going to come at a good time for the Rams, and they'll recover nicely. But I, I want to ride the Colts here, especially with Anthony Richardson coming back for the full game, hopefully, and doesn't get injured. So after practicing this week, I think I'm excited to see him play. Colts. Also, the Jonathan Taylor better hopes that Zach Moss doesn't play well again because if Zach Moss plays well again, then Jonathan Taylor's going to be the backup when he comes back next week. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, he doesn't want to play for the Colts anymore. That's so. an old report, but yeah. I'm, I'm on Team Zach Moss. I just saw a notification weeks. yesterday. Sorry. No, I know. No, the notification is recent. It's not. I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming <laughs> the report that's getting circulated with mm. the new notification is an old report. Mm. Mm. Is the old report the one that says that the Colts don't want to sign him to a long-term deal? Well, that's, yeah, that was a report that no matter how old it was is never true. They have said the Colts have made it very clear that they want to sign him to a long term deal if, like, the caveat of he plays out his rookie contract and he actually helps the team win games this year. Because if he doesn't do that, then why should they pay him a ton of money? It's all a time, it's a timing issue for the Colts. It's not that they don't want to pay him, but the national media has twisted it Hmm. to make it sound like the Colts are the bad guys. And the Colts couldn't be the bad guys. No, they could never. never. Jim Irsay, are you kidding no. me? For that reason, he tried to, he save, tried to save the whale. Yep. True. Lolita. <laughs> Sam, who are you picking? I'm on team Lolita. Okay. The whales, got it, okay. So, I don't know if that means I'm rooting for the Colts or the Rams because the whale died. But they flew, Irsay flew her ashes to her original habitat. <laughs> Did he okay. really? Yeah. Okay. Um, they flew her to Georgia University <laughs> so, to cremate her. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, <laughs> they didn't cremate her and then transport her? They, they transported they trans- a dead whale? To Georgia. No cremated shots. her. And they trans- <laughs> did they, tra- they spread her ashes? This, this, is, I, this is all from the Pat McAfee show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So they were sprinkling these ashes like in the ocean. So like the other whales I, I were mean, like, I, look, Lolita's ashes. I mean, I wasn't there. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> we can only imagine and hope it was that majestic. Only imagine. Lolita remains return. Lolita's remains returned to Washington State, where that's where the headline ended. <laughs> Man, what okay. a cliffhanger! So, in that same vein, I am taking the Colts. Dang it, Sam! Ah, uh... because now Zach will feel compelled to take the Rams. You're 100% right. I, I genuinely am 50-50. I'm higher on the Rams than I think a lot of people are. Like I said, I don't think they deserve to be 1-2. and two. I mean, they deserve to be 1-2. They lost to the 49ers and then lost a close game to the Bengals. And they don't have Cooper Cup. And they don't have Cooper Cup yet, but they've looked great. Yeah. The issue is the Colts are fun to watch. Richardson's back. They just beat the Ravens. So actually... Me saying they beat the Ravens, that makes me... I'm going to take the Rams. I'm probably going to fall even further in the standings. But I think the Colts will have a come-down game, if you will. I think strategically, if you're trying to like win the standings, that's probably the more strategic pick. Because you have to make a more I'm, dynamic... I'm, just, so much I'm just going with my heart. Not my heart. My heart wants the Colts. I'm going with my oh. gut, which has done me wrong so far. I just think the Colts coming off a big win against the Ravens, this will be a letdown game. Probably won't, and I'll fall further in standings, but we won't worry about that right now. Back to you, Sam. I'm not going to give pick. any um, 
like credits out here, but I did look up everything I said about Lolita, and all the facts were true. Let's go. All right, so. Jack and Pat McAfee are on top of it. It's not fake news. And Jim Mersey. He's a nice guy. With if you're a whale. Good point. <laughs> or or not. If you want to go watch an old man play a concert for free in Indianapolis, he's a nice guy. Mm. Mm. I might do that. Or if you like paying money to work out at a YMCA. Oh, I nice. might do that. With that, my next pick. Um, I was between um, a few. But I think I'm going to take Tampa Bay, New Orleans. Um, I'll say I don't... Is there a report as to whether Derek Carr is playing or not? He's not. I don't think he is. Most likely not. It would be great to see Jameis look good. That would be exciting. Um... Also, these two teams are both 2-1, and one, and unless the Falcons win, the winner of this game will be at the top of the NFC South, and yeah, I, that's, all my, that's all my reasoning. I want to watch, watch Baker Mayfield. He's and not let Jameis. us down so far. And Jameis. Two former and, number one overall picks. And yeah. Alvin Kamara. Oh, oh yeah, he's back. Come on. He's back. So this, I think it'll be like... Like, I'm not, like, super fired up for it in the <laughs> deepest chasms of my heart, but, like... What would it take for you to become that fired up about this game? Um, like, smack talk from Baker prior to the game? Did you like... see how Luca was, hosted a basketball game mm. floating yes. in yeah. the lake? This would have to be floating in a lake. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that would get us. me fired up. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Yeah, if the if the the field was just like tilting with a wave, and they're like, whoa! I would watch that game. Absolutely, that feels on the same energy as the Toy Story game. Mm. So, so which team do you think better would survive better in open sea? The Buccaneers. The Buccaneers. Whoa! It all comes together. But this is on land. One this if is by on land, land. And two if by sea. It's on land in New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans favored by three and a half. Really. Even with their backup QB, but their backup Jameis QB didn't is look Jameis. bad. He got him in field goal range. They should should have won the game. One of the best backups in the league. Like There's a lot of those that. floating around. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, are you asking me who my pick is? I think I'm going to take the Buccaneers. Okay. Where is the game? New Orleans. In New, New Orleans, at they're at home, favored by three and a half. So, uh, similar to two and on, there's Jameis one of one. Mm. And it's breaking down Jameis versus Derek Carr in complete quarterback metrics. And besides, there are three categories which Derek Carr is better at than Jameis. So, total QBR, Jameis is better. EPA over per play, Jameis is better. Adjusted EPA per play, I don't even know what EPA is. Jameis is better. Passing yards a game, Jameis is better. Total yards a game, Jameis is better. Touchdown percentage, Jameis is better. Interception percentage, Derek Carr is better. Yards per catch, Jameis is better. Yards per attempt, Jameis is better. Average yards per attempt, Jameis is better. <laughs> Net yards per attempt. Do you want to tell us what EPA yeah, stands for? Yeah, it's the Environmental Protection Agency. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 
like, okay, so what's adjusted environment? Uh, it's it's when you adjust the environment for like. <laughs> is that similar to transporting? A it's dead like when you have an like electric car. Change. Yeah, it, it like <laughs> it like helps the environment, but it's actually worse. So all that to say, the Saints are in better shape now that they have Jameis at quarterback instead of Derek Carr quarterback. So Tell I'm em. riding with the Saints. So like Derek Carr is worse for the environment than yes. Jameis. Yeah, yes. he adjusts oh. the environment. I'm riding with the Saints and I think that Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore are going to get ejected no, again. I was going to say it was going to be a really hot take. Like maybe they'll like kiss or something. Whoa. We just want to show the world that we believe in peace. Little pack. Ooh. <laughs> just going back to that comparison of Derek Carr, that's like such a good comparison. He's an electric car, which aren't actually better for the environment yet because the because the all the energy and what is it is it coal that they use to create the right, electricity, electricity to charge the cars, which is actually worse for the environment than gas cars, at least equal. That's such a bar EPA baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With, I don't know if it's been a more clear definition of no. EPA. As it relates to the NFL, than what we just talked about, there I can't. There won't no. be. With that being said, I'm taking the team that I think will be better on the sea, and that's the Bucks. Absolutely. I love J- Jameis and Baker are probably two of my favorite quarterbacks in the NFL, and both the probably two that I want to see succeed more than any others. Uh, but the Bucks have looked great, and. Jameis looked okay, but not I not perfect. Oh, I, Jay, they did not lose that game because of Jameis. No, I didn't say they did. No, I, I said know, they I'm should have saying, won the game. I'm just, I'm just adding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Jameis respectfully. Jameis came in without the like the game plan was not designed for him. Hundred percent. He still played fine. Like he, he got them in field goal range. Him. If their kicker makes a forty yeah. some yard field goal, they win the game. They should have won the game. I really should be picking the Bucks, but I just love Jameis Winston no, so I, much. I, have I agree. To. They're, Saints are favored by three and a half, so oh, perfect. that's not, uh, t- according to the sports books, that's Wait, what you really? That's crazy. So they're at home. It's a toss-up game. They're at home. They get three points. And they always play the Bucks pretty well. Right. Mm-hmm. They Vegan? usually get their leading wide receiver ejected from the game, mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. helps. I mean, like, even with Brady, when Brady was there, they'd usually score, like, nine points. Right. It's kind of insane. Dang, maybe I should change my pick. No, no, no. No, no, no it's on C, remember? Mm. Why game. is it on C? I wasn't. Yeah, I'm still confused. Because Luka Doncic had a basketball game to show the release of his new shoe on a floating basketball court, and Sam saying that's the way it had. To, that's the only way this game's as interesting. If that would get what was their term? Me fired up in the deepest chasms of. My is that like? Yes. Is that like a joke about climate change? Because so then why <laughs> because New Orleans it? is sinking below sea level. Oh, it is on the sea. Literally, it is sinking it's below, below sea level. Oh, it, this is. New Orleans? Yes. Yes. That's, that's why it Go that's Bucks, why I dude. Picked this game. But wait, why did you pick it if you would only be entertained by it if it was played? No, no, no. Not that I'd only board. be entertained. I'm not fired up in the deepest oh, chasms of my heart. The chasms. Oh, I, I, I forgot. Just the shallow chasms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just like. Because those fill up with water first. Yeah. Oh, because you're under sea level. Okay, so years. after all of that, I'm now ready to make my pick. <laughs> I'm going with Narlins. I want the Saints. They got to protect the city, fortify it from the pirate ship, and Alvin's going to run for 
At least 40 yards. Are the saints just... <laughs> at least. How What's do, how do the saints line? protect it? Are they just going to be, like, praying the whole time? That, right. Like, so it's... Please, uh, cannons don't fire and kill me. Yeah. That kind of thing. <laughs> right, that kind of vibe. And it's like, they've withstood more <laughs> damage than the Buccaneers' offense. Mm. Mm. Sure. Read between the lines. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah, that was... That was probably the most entertaining game we've ever talked about on this podcast. Yeah, that was wait, wait, really quick. What is no what's Alvin's <laughs> over under on yardage? I don't know. The sleeper one is just touchdowns. I'm Eight, very curious. One, eighty six percent of people. I would bet on that. Uh, let's see. I'm pulling up. My uh, while you do that, uh, who has the second pick? That would be Jack. Me. Where are you going? I'm going with what will be a must-win game for both teams, it feels like. Not actually, because it's only week four. But Bengals versus Titans. Nice. They're both one and two, but both need a win. Both were teams that were projected to be dancing at the end of the year, at least at least somewhat relevant at the end of the year. The Titans less so than the Bengals. Both teams need a win. Pretty sure it's in Nashville. Um Bengals desperately need to win again. Last week was definitely a must-win game against the Rams. This feels like almost a pseudo must-win game. It would be because re- one of the teams in the AFC North is going three and one, and potentially two of them are. The Bengals just do not want to fall too far behind right now, having already lost two games in the AFC North. They just need wins. They have to beat teams they're better than, and they're better than the Titans. So I think it's definitely a but we still haven't seen the best from the Bengals and the Titans. Whenever they're like, oh, yeah, the Titans aren't going to win, the Titans always find a way to do something. Um, Derrick Henry looks old, which is, I was going to say sad, but it's actually super not sad as a Colts fan. <laughs> um, but he's very good. At, he was so good at football. I hope he can get back to that a little bit. It's a little too warm for Derrick Henry season right yeah. now. I think he's not banging bodies as hard as he does in the winter. So. Mm. Definitely looking forward to getting a little colder to see Derrick Henry. Um, the Yeti. Yeah. So, we'll see. I'm not sure who I'm going to pick yet. I'm definitely leaning the Bengals, but I'm not sure. What do you guys think? It's in Nashville. Mm-hmm. New the turf. Over-unders, 41. Bengals are favored by two and a half. Um, yeah. This game is so... Sorry, go ahead, Sam. I was you were gonna say something. Jack said new turf and I just immediately thought torn ACL somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean That's your pick. That's what OBJ would say. Can my pick be like torn like ligament? Sure. I hate you that. You have to pick a ligament though. Um You, you can't, can't just have be a ligament. ligament. Okay. There's a lot of ligaments in the body. What's most likely ACL, MCL, or meniscus? Or Achilles apparently. Is yeah. meniscus a ligament? I, I thought it was a cup Is of Achilles water. a ligament? Oh, it is like a cup. Oh. I don't know. Is it a tendon? Can we figure out what's it's it an Achilles is? tendon? Okay. Oh, so it has to do with the EPA. <laughs> okay, so in terms of the environment, turf probably not as good because I assume the grass that yep. was there. Or Did. We, yeah. So should we look up the EPA of Ryan Tannehill and Joe Burrow? Because, mm. like you said, environment. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> okay. With that being said, you're taking the. Uh, um, I have the Bengals winning their division, so I need to take the Bengals. Menisc- see, I'm going to try to read this. I'm really bad at reading. So, mm. Menisci forms the concavity in which the femoral condyli sits. 
Menisci rests between the thigh bone femur and the tibia, and there are two knee joint ligaments. So that actually doesn't answer my question <laughs> there at all. Are two knee there are the two knee Meniscus is a type of cartilage. Oh. So yep. you can pick a cartilage or a ligament. I'm going to pick a ligament, and I'm going to go ACL because mm. I feel like I... What's the A stand for? Uh, alpha. Mm-hmm. The alpha. Okay. Anterior. Anterior? Mm. I just made that up. Anterior. Just right. Yeah. We'll go with alpha collateral ligament. So what's your pick? The Bengals? Bengals. I'll go Bengals. Uh, you were going to say something about this game, Keegan? If not, uh, pick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's DeAndre Hopkins. He's going to turn his ACL. Okay. Oh. Okay, well. I didn't like uh, that. Yeah, dude. Dude, seriously? I just, it came to I'm re- I'm going to pick the Bengals. Yeah, I, I have the Bengals in the Super Bowl, so I need them to turn their season around like now. Um, so I'm going with the Bengals. I'm taking Bengals too. Let's go. All right, next one. That means it's a guaranteed lock that it's correct because yeah, we true. all picked them. Because yeah. we have what, like a 57 percent? Yeah. <laughs> accuracy. I rating mean, that's on that? that's like majority ownership. Also, um, the FanDuel line projected yards for Alvin Kamara rushing in this game is 59. So I wasn't too far off that he'll have at least 40. You said he will have more than 40 or 45. Yeah. And he, he will, I guess, according to fans. Okay, well, that's good to know. Good job. Thanks. But All right, Keegan. Narlins. That's who you're picking for your next game? Yeah, is that cool? Or did we already talk about that game? I already talked about I it. I just can't get it off my head. Mm. That's going to be the game of the week. <laughs> Speaking of game of the week, I want to talk about Pittsburgh and Houston. You know, I am excited about this game because somehow the Steelers are 2-1. and one. Somehow, only because I just feel like every time I watch them play, they should be way worse than they actually are. Although their defense is pretty sweet. Kenny Pickett looked really good last week. CJ Stroud is also looking really good and picking up the NFL very quickly. Um, You know who does not look good is Damian Pierce. He is not a good football player. Whoa. (laughs) Respectfully. Damian, I'm sorry if you're listening. Uh, But he looks better than Najee. He looks a lot better than Najee. I don't know, just like there's a lot of names on these offenses that I feel like should be doing more than they actually are. But I'm excited about this game because I think the Texans win here. You have a very interesting conversation taking place where they take down the Jags, take down the Steelers, both formidable defenses, and you kind of see the, I don't know, I think that younger offense taking steps forward that we did not think that they would take this early. So I think that's why I'm most excited and most interested in this game. Um, We'll leave it at that. What do you guys think? I think T.J. Watt is going to have 800 sacks. Whoa. The Texans' offensive line is horrible. Yeah, they what? And T.J. Watt is the best defensive line player in the AFC North. (laughs) Are you sure? In a team that plays in Pennsylvania. Oh. Okay. I kept finding caveats in that, but he actually might be the best defensive lineman in the league. Like, I know there's arguments to be made about... It's not like cut and dry, like I was trying to say it was, but... He is in the argument for the best defensive lineman in the league. So, he could feast this game. The Colts had, like, sacked C.J. Stroud six times and pressured him. I don't even... Um, so many more. I think that could be a recipe for disaster against the Texans. I don't know who I'm going to pick yet, but... Because the, the Steelers' offense is horrible. So, uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. That's how I feel. Mm. Low-scoring. 
You would set that up as if you're like for sure picking the Steelers. I'm going to, especially when you earlier said that the Texans. What was it? A garbage team? Yeah, they're bad. Yeah, I don't think they're bad. I've said it from the off season, and last week I picked them. Or no, I didn't pick them. I said that could be an upset. This week, I'm going to pick the Texans because I believe in C.J. Stroud. Their offense is looking great, and they look so much better than the Steelers' offense. Jack, you're right. Steelers off. Steelers have a great defense, bad offense. Texans have a good offense, bad defense. They, yeah, I don't know. I I just believe in the Texans. I believe in C.J. Stroud and the weapons, and I think they'll get Damian Pierce going. They need to, and they're at home. So, give me the Texans. Yeah, that helped a lot when they played the Colts at home. No, no comment. <laughs> Maybe they need to get Devin Singletary going. All I'm saying is we should go back to our first podcast where I talked about Devin Singletary being a sleeper, and this will not be the game that that happens. Oh, okay. You are the Devin expert in the group, so I will defer to your opinion. <laughs> yeah, just um, wanted to put that out there. That and Miles Sanders. I which is looking great. It he's looking good. Um, I think I'm gonna take the Steelers because I feel like in any given year in the last three years, if you said Steelers or Texans, I would probably say Steelers, and that's what I'm going with. Interesting we strategy. Good logic on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Sam's winning, so yeah, I, I know. I'm, I'm, winning. Winning. I'm not changing anything about. I I'm respect thinking. it. I'm going Steelers. Keegan. But I do want CJ Stroud to look good. I think I need to say that every You do yeah. say that. I... As you pick against them every, <laughs> week. Like every week. But he's been right every week. <laughs> so, and he has looked good. Well, I guess not last week. You were very but you had to pick the Jags. I had to pick the Jags. I was yeah. gift to T-Law. I, I think I'm going to go Steelers here. Oh. Just a Zach could either make up a lot of ground or he's going to be... I'm either going to be right back in this race or I'm going to be so far down. I think this is the third game where I am... Yeah, this is the third game where I'm on an island. Rams, Falcons, Texans. I'm all in, baby. All of Keegan aspects are the same right now. Let's go. Basic, dude. Basic. No, I'm just kidding. All right. This leaves it to me. Now there's I don't there's not a single game left that I'm like, yes, give me that game. That was the last game where I wanted. That's not true. There is one. No. I have a couple. There not, is one. Not touching it. Zach, uh, there's one. There's games I'm more excited for than Steelers Texas. Give me Commanders Eagles. Whoa. Um Bloodbath. Maybe. <laughs> I already put it in. The Eagles haven't been they haven't looked their best. They're three and oh. Uh, but they haven't looked like their their defense has looked good. Their offense has not looked elite like it was last season. This could be a game where that happens. The Commanders looked decent through first two games, playing bad opponents, and then they faced the Bills, kept it kind of close for three quarters, and then got smacked in the fourth quarter. Um, this is in Philadelphia, one o'clock. Philly's favored by nine. Nine. Yeah. yeah. Is that the biggest spread? Of, nope, no, it is not the biggest. Spread it's of not the big, biggest spread of the week is Cardinals Niners, yeah. um, but that was also the biggest spread against the Cardinals last week. I'm pretty sure it, you are correct. No, Bears Chiefs was bigger, right. and thing. the Chiefs covered. So yep. yeah, they did, they <laughs> did cover. You didn't have to remind them. I said last week the Chiefs are going to cover 26 points. And they did, and they good did. work. 
Um, yeah, and so I think this is <laughs> this is a tough. Uh, the, no one knows you said that though, because we don't have the audio. For that. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's so true. I said it in church. <laughs> oh. oh, so that what church do you go to? <laughs> <laughs> you were preaching. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, <laughs> so the commander starts seizing us two bad teams, and they they now go Bills Eagles. That's a tough stretch. Sam Howell, I think, has a chance to bounce back in some way. He looked awful through four picks. I don't think he will bounce back, but he has his chance if he can play better. Built, like It's going to be hard to not look better than last week, but um, I'm definitely taking the Eagles, but I'm just, I think it's an interesting game mm-hmm. in division. If the Commanders keep it close, then I'll feel a lot better about them as a team. If they get blown out again, I think it'll be tough for, to root for them to make the playoffs. I, I have the Eagles, but the Commanders to cover. That was going to be my question. Mm. Or if you need to change the spread, what would you change it to? For, for Washington to cover. I wouldn't touch it. Like for Washington oh. to cover. I think the I think the Commanders will lose by four. I think, I think that's fair. I think they'll lose by. Six. I think they'll muck it up, and it'll be closer. It'll be a one-ish score game, so somewhere in there. Okay. But also, they just lost by like thirty. So yeah, they could also yeah. <laughs> They could absolutely lose by 30. This game is just a bomb. Keegan, I'm just going to make an assumption that based on you. I think you said bloodbath. Yeah, so eagles. So eagles. Yeah, I'm sorry, Matt. No, I'm you sorry. weren't talking commies bloodbath. Next it time. also next time already says eagles next to my name, so I'll go with that. Making I would, assumptions. I would have taken the eagles. I'm. I might take the eagles to cover also. Which is fair. Bad. Yeah. Based on what we just saw from both teams last week, that would make a lot of the sense. Tish push. Yeah, but we're done. We're yeah, no more of this game. Fair enough. We're. I think we can fly through these last uh, a lot of games left. Yeah. Um. So let's let's do our. Yeah, I mean the rest of these games are kind of cheek. So we we, we all have talk about one of them. we all have one more pick, and then let's fly through. We'll our fly picks. through all of them. Yeah. Okay. All right, Sam. What game are you taking? Uh. I, I don't think this has been taken yet. Raiders Chargers. It has no. not been taken. Okay, I'll, take, I'll take that. Um, I I feel like the Chargers need to win, and the Raiders are an underdog. But I want the Raiders to win because I'm not a Chargers like believer. I don't have them in the playoffs. And is Jimmy G healthy? Mm, when is he? Question- he's questionable. I'm. I think I'd expect him to play. Me too. But Aiden, what's his face? O'Connell, O'Connell apparently is pretty good. Um, I believe. Boiler up. So, yeah. I mean, Devontae Adams has looked so good. Jacoby Myers is Healthy. back. Yep. And um, Josh Jacobs obviously has been a, a disappointment. Chargers run defense one of the worst in the league. That's. I feel like I saw that. Okay, that is great to know. I'm definitely taking, like, I want the Raiders to win this. Okay. Chargers are favored by five and a half at home. You know, Chargers home games, are they really home games, especially with the Raiders, all the California Raiders fans? Of course. Probably going to be more like a Raiders home game, to be honest. Um, Chargers are very banged up. Mm, No Mike Williams. No Mike Williams. I'm still going to take the Chargers, though. 
I'm also taking the Chargers for no reasoning. Fair enough. I think I think uh, Herbert's an MVP candidate if they win more games. So I'll take him over maybe concuss Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my reason. <laughs> Keegan, well, no, I mean that sold me. Okay, give me the Bolt fam. All right. Uh, on to Jack. I'm gonna take the Patriots versus Cowboys. Good pick. Um, it was either that or the 49ers Cardinals, but I think the Patriots versus Cowboys could actually be a little bit close. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you all know I'm super excited for Ezekiel Elliott's homecoming game, so that's gonna be. <laughs> he's one of my favorite players ever, so that's right. Super he, excited for that. You can't stop talking about him. Um, <laughs> I think he'll probably get like six yards this game. Fan Zeke. Um, We'll see. I think the Cowboys, it's a get-right game for the Cowboys, but the Patriots aren't a team that you can use, easily get right against. So the Patriots are, I think I said last week, the Patriots are going to play in close games every single game this year, but they're still probably going to end up with a losing record and miss the playoffs. I think the Cowboys squeak it out, um, but if they play as bad as they did last week, they're going to lose to anybody in the league. So I think the Patriots have a chance, but Mac Jones against that Cowboys defense is scary. I mean, Josh Dobbs kind of lit him up a little, but... I don't know. I don't know if that happens two weeks in a row. If it happens two weeks in a row, then the Cowboys are fraudulent. And But for now, I'll take the Cowboys. Yeah. Keegan, we know who you're taking. Let's go, baby. Cowboys are at home, favored by six and a half. I will take the Cowboys as well. I'm not going to go on another island, even though I do think, like Jack said, this game will be close, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots did end up winning. Because I think Mac Jones is also, he's as, at least as good of a quarterback as Josh Dobbs. Yeah. Just a statement I will make. That and without Trayvon Diggs, yeah. still one of the better defenses in the league. But, you know, leaves a little something there. Sam? Um, I, I, I think I'm going to take the Cowboys on this, which doesn't really go with like my personal opinions, but I do have the Cowboys in the playoffs, as I said, based on their defense, which the Trayvon news was really unfortunate, um, but I think they still have a very good defense, and the Patriots do not really have a good offense, so I see that teed up as a win for the Cowboys, um, but we'll see. All right. So I'm taking Cowboys. Keegan, I wonder what game you're going to take. I think you'll be surprised. I want to talk about Chiefs-Jets. Oh. Frisky. Two reasons. One, Taylor Swift will be in attendance. Again, the hottest take, I guess storyline rather, of the season. Yep. Uh, Second of all, I think that the Chiefs will dismantle the Jets, and there is going to be some real conversation around benching Zach Wilson, or we'll see some interesting moves, I think, by the Jets. I think it can only be so much longer before that man's gone. So uh, that's what I'm actually most interested to see is really the aftermath of the game, not even the game itself, because I think the Jets have some decisions to make unless they have some sort of upset victory here, which I'm just not foreseeing. I don't think the defense can withstand the Chiefs. I think I'm going to pick the Jets. Wow. So okay. I is it at the, home? Is in it? A, wow. It's a must-win spot. I have them winning the division. Zach Wilson has that one throw at his pro day. Oh no! Oh, so yeah. good. Oh, no. 
But then I do keep thinking about the fact that I am a certified Swifty and I cannot pick the Jets unless... Because they're playing the Chiefs. I don't want to be, get canceled by Swifty Kingdom, so I'm going to pick Chiefs Kingdom to win. As much as it pains me. Another flip wow. chart he, You said you were taking the Jets and backed out of it. I don't I know. blame you at all. I think we might see Tim Boyle this game, Trevor Simeon next game. I think uh, the Jets are going to cover. Uh, which, I think it's at 14. Nine. Oh. Eight so, and a half now? Yeah, okay. Nine. Okay. So yeah, it, I mean it's on Sunday night in East Rutherford. So anything can happen in East Rutherford. Give me the Chiefs by a million. If I had a dollar for every time we talked about East Rutherford, I, I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Yep. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, next game, final pick of the draft. You know, I'm not taking the Bears. I don't want to watch that game. I will watch it because. You have to. I have to, and I will watch every game, but I don't want to at all. It, so I'm taking the Cardinals 49ers. Cardinals look frisky. Uh, they beating the Cowboys last week. Josh Dobbs looks like a starting quarterback in the NFL. 49ers look like arguably the best team in the NFL. And I'm intrigued if they can keep it close. Spreads at 14. 49ers are at home. Uh, I'm taking Niners. I'm taking the Niners. I don't think the Cardinals can win two games in a row. I think they can win multiple games this season, but not two in a row. Give me the Niners. Niners. I like the Cardinals. I think they'll cover the spread of 14, but Niners for sure. Um, <laughs> wow. wow. Now, real quick, the two no one drafted the two toilet bowls. That's so shocking. The four undefeated teams are two and two are playing against each other. Four undefeated. On, the four, on, yeah, on two and two, team. yeah. Bears play the Broncos. It is in Chicago. The Broncos are favored by three and a half after giving up seventy points last week. That tells you how bad the Bears are. Um, I we've talked about this. I talked about it a little bit on the solo pod, but I think the Bears are dead. I think everyone's gone. I think they'll have Caleb Williams plus maybe Marvin Harrison next year. Lit, but. Justin Fields probably has like maybe a fifteen chance, fifteen percent chance of being the quarterback next year, and that only happens if he bounces back big time and shows that he can read defenses and process quickly, which we have not seen at all this year. But if you're gonna do it, this is the game to do it against the Broncos um, at home, where they've looked poor so far this year. Mm-hmm. Well said. Who are you guys taking? I have. No idea. I I mean, I just... I'm taking the Broncos. I'm taking the Broncos because I just see the storyline coming out on Monday. It's like, wow, the Bears lost to a team that just got 70 points scored on them. Yep. Because when it rains, it pours. Yep. So there's... That's my reasoning. I mean, independent of my loyalties, it's uh, just Russ and Cortland Sutton that have been carrying me in, mm. our, in our league. So I'm starting Cortland Sutton this week in most fantasy leagues I have. All I'm yeah. saying. I'm wearing my Matt Forte jersey. I was wearing Matt or watching Matt Forte highlights earlier today. This is just not relevant because we don't have a player even close to Matt Forte on our team. Through um, Roshan Johnson, but go ahead. So, I'm not wearing a Roshan Johnson jersey. Um, I'm going to take the Bears. I'm gonna, it, that, I love that about you, Sam. I'm taking the Broncos because then if the Bears win, I get my pick wrong, but I'm happy they win. So, uh, give me the Broncos. Sam, 
I respect your loyalty. Uh, final toilet bowl game, the final Sunday game, we have the Vikings at the Panthers. Panther or Vikings are favored by four. You know, the Vikings are 0-3. They've been in close games, one-score games. All three games have been one-score. They've lost all three. Regression's catching up with them. We talked about coming into the season, how this could happen after being undefeated last year in one-score games. Panthers looked decent with Andy Dalton last week against Seattle. I believe he's starting again. I don't think it's been confirmed, but we'd expect Bryce Young to miss this game. Panthers are at home, but I'm taking the Vikings. Give me Justin Jefferson. Give me Kirk Cousins. I bet I'm, that's why I picked them last week. That didn't go well. We're going to try it again. All right. I think they're better than the Panthers. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Only team I can see being as bad as the Bears is the Panthers, in my opinion, right now. So, give me the Vikings. Who, Keegan, who are you taking? Yeah, I'll take the Vikings as well. Jack? Uh, I really think the Panthers have a chance here. Andy Dalton looked actually fairly competent. Mm -hmm. It's getting later in the year, which means Frank Reich is actually going to start coaching well. (laughs) I don't think it's Frank Reich season yet. It's still a little too warm, so I'm going to go with the Vikings. (laughs) Sam? Um... Strictly strategically looking at our picks, I'm already on an island with the Raiders and the Bears. I'm going to take the Vikings. Okay. But if they don't win, I think Kirk Cousins goes to the Jets. Like next week. I'm I'm down for that. I don't think that'll happen. Uh, they just they, there's no reason. I don't think JJ would allow pay, that. But they also the the Jets aren't going to have two quarterbacks on their roster who they're paying fifty million dollars well, each. Kirk Cousins is a free agent this year. This but is the last year of his con- go this contract. This is the last year of his contract. But they'd still have to pay him this year. for this. The remaining they have, they opened up the cap year. space. Remember we talked about. But they opened up the cap space. I think it's. I don't think it'd be rumored if it was impossible. I think they can make it work. But the rumors are all the none I of think, the rumors yeah. are from valid. They signed stores. Trevor Simeon. I think that's their veteran quarterback signing for now. I I I think they'll make another a world move. in which they trade for Kirk Cousins because like, what are they going to do? Let him just let him walk for nothing? So they're going to just give up draft capital already potentially being one in three and give up draft capital next year. They that. absolutely will if they think they can win a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins. But the the team itself. Doesn't like the team's crumbling. The Jets are crumbling from a hole, and I don't think Kirk Cousins is going to fix that. I don't know. So why give up more draft capital and then pay him fifty million dollars? You know who could fix it? Tim Tebow. Mm. Oh, Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. Mm. Jack, just uh, I guess. Did you pick the Bears or the Broncos? Broncos by a million. Um, (laughs) No, I think just I would I disagree about Kirk Cousins specifically. I think the Jets. They are all in on this season, and if they don't win this season and they are in, have a top 10 pick again, I think a lot of their so – we could see Sala get fired. We could see – I don't think Joe Douglas would get fired, but if they really win like four or five games again, I could see that happening. Kirk Cousins has shown he can bring a team to the playoffs, but he's never had a roster as good as the Jets roster. And with this defense paired with, you know, maybe they could have a good offense – and I think they would have a good offense. But there's just so many unrealistic variables for why it's not the trade one. Which is, happen. which I understand. Plus, but if you rely on the Vikings to give up, like if the Vikings are zero and four, I don't think they're going to give up. 
Like, NFL teams don't give up. Yeah, the trade deadline's like week eight or nine, so I think if they're 0-5, 1-6, yeah. they could, I could still see them. I'm just saying, if the Vikings are all in on Caleb Williams, which is possible, pairing him with J.J. would be insane, and I also think the Jets are, they're all in on Super Bowl this year. I, I don't know if they are anymore. That's how I. That's, that's fair. That's how I feel. Do you think they'll ride out Zach Wilson or just no. play back no up roulette? No, they, they've already lost the locker room by continuing to play him. So, but that's where I think it's already. That's where it's almost too far gone. Regardless of if they bring someone yeah. else. Yeah, I still think they have a chance if they get grab a Tannehill or or Carson Wentz. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. And to Monday night. Seahawks at Giants. Uh, Giants are or Seahawks are favored by one. It's a toss up, with it being in New York or New Jersey, East Rutherford yet again. Uh, Giants are one and two. Seahawks two and one. Seahawks their defense is looking awful, but the offense has gotten going the last few weeks. Giants, yeah, they're fine. <laughs> yeah. But they look like they've regressed from last season as well. So this is the second time this year that the there's been two back-to-back primetime games in New York. Yeah. Hmm. Jet Life Stadium. Yeah. Real quick so we can finish this I'm thing I'm picking off. the Seahawks. Seahawks. Sam. Seahawks. Keegan. I'm going to take the Giants. Zach. Ooh, Seahawks' defense is bad. But their offense is good. Yeah, Seahawks. Yeah. You have Give me the island. Division. Yeah, I know. But I didn't think their defense would be this bad. But that wraps up our week four preview. I think this was a very educational episode. We learned what EPA means. We learned how electric cars are bad for the environment. Mm. We learned about ligaments and what a meniscus is. Cartilage. Cartilage. There, we, That's what a meniscus is, is cartilage. cartilage. We learned a lot. And we also learned that the Bucks will win because... They're the game's on water. On, on water. So, Thanks, Luca. Thank you, Luca Doncic, for sponsoring this episode. Um, thank you all for listening. We'll get back to you on Friday with... Or this is the Friday episode. We'll get back to you on Tuesday with a recap of this exciting week four. Peace. Peace!